The She Strong Media Podcast is a place created for the Christian by a Christian to equip you with the Word of God that will help you navigate through everyday life. My name is Bisi Courage. I'm your host and my belief is that God loves each and every one of us so dearly and his desire is to see us joyful, healthy and enjoying our everyday life. So I invite you to come alongside with me on this journey as we learn more about God and grow closer to Him. God bless you and let's talk more in the episodes. Hey friends, you're welcome back to another week on the podcast. My name is Courage, I'm your host and I really just want to welcome you who is jumping on this podcast for the very first time. Now, I really don't know how you got here. Maybe the topic brought you here or you were just like, let me see what's going on on the side of the internet. <laughs> I don't know, but whatever it is, I really just want you to feel at home. And I believe God brought you here and you are a part of this place from today. So just feel like, okay, I am a part of the community. Yay. So actually for me, it's been a while since I've been on here. <laughs> a minute and a half, you know. <laughs> And actually, it's roughly been around three to four weeks since the last episode I had on the podcast. So let me just fill you guys a little bit in on what I've been up to and where I've been. I'm just gonna I'm not gonna give you guys my location, right? But then where I've been. <laughs> so actually, I do this thing from time to time. I think usually I do it on a quarterly basis, where I would take um breaks off the internet, off social media. Um, I would take breaks from Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram and the lights of them. But for some reason, I don't know why I don't consider YouTube as social media. Because I would, I could delete everything, but YouTube is still there. Because, you know, I don't know. I just love following some live services on there. So it makes my week and it's just, it's just a good thing. Like, you can get rid of everything, but not YouTube. Because you can learn a lot of things on YouTube. So, but anyways, um... So I would do this from time to time because I have been creating content on the internet for quite a while, you know. Um, When I started my business at 16, you know, that was when I got on the internet. And mainly at that time, I was just doing content to like market my products and just like do stuff, you know, awareness and all of those things. So that was when I started getting involved with the web and how it progressed to where the Lord was leading me to, you know, start sharing his word online and leading up to the podcast and every other thing that followed, you know, the rest of the story. So I made it a habit of mine to take breaks all throughout the year. Like sometimes it would be a week, four days, five days, depending on how I was feeling and depending on, you know, the circumstances or whatever it was. So a couple of weeks ago, I was just totally tired. (laughs) I was just feeling overwhelmed, like, with a lot of information on the internet. Like, guys, if we're all being honest, like, just really, if you're being honest right now with me, like, we live in the generation where there is a lot of information. We are constantly being bombarded with opinions, perspectives from every person and every angle. Everyone has something to say about something, even about God's word. We have the ones that are manipulating scripture, the ones that are using the scripture, right? And there's so much information. So I was in that space where I I literally went like, Lord, I haven't even finished digesting this one I just heard. I haven't even tried to apply it in my life. And someone else has another perspective on it. Someone else has another idea and someone is giving me another word. And it's so good. So, you know. 
there is just so much information and i was like okay i gotta take a break from this because it became overwhelming and i was just not mentally prepared for all of that i was not in the right state of mind for all of that and i was like i am creating content online for me to pour out of a fresh cup i actually need to be okay so i was like i cannot be sharing content when i'm literally just overwhelmed at the content itself so i was just like okay i'm gonna take a break from the internet earlier than planned and thank god i'm back when the new quarter of the year is beginning amazing right so we are walking into the second quarter of 2023 can you believe it guys like it's already three months into the year of 2023 we're going to be saying happy new year in a sneeze away so that's what was happening so i just took a step back and it really did help me guys you know i think um we do undermine what a little bit of isolation can do and by isolation i don't just mean you packing up your things and going to some random island <laughs> guys don't say i told you this but i said a little bit of isolation also because don't like completely like isolate yourself so have one or two people that you're talking to um but i mean jesus did 40 days and 40 nights of fasting and prayer in the wilderness and no one was there you know except when the devil decided to show up but anyways i'm just saying that a lot of things that can be birthed in the place of isolation listening to god and working on yourself you know picking out some few things that you think you need to work on in the next season of your life it's also important for you to quiet the noise quiet the voices because trust me everyone has something to say these days everyone has an opinion even on how you're living your life everyone is gonna say something and we forget the truth the truth with this, which is the word of god you know we forget to use discernment to listen to the holy spirit and even when you're like oh i listen to the holy spirit i you know use discernment you have to pay more attention and you have to focus more because sometimes some things are wrapped up in the nicest clothes but it's not actually what you need at that particular point in time so yeah so that's what i was doing i was just like resting from the internet going for my prayer walks as usual and it was really such a breath of fresh air not knowing what's going on in germany in zimbabwe in east asia not just getting updated by whatever news is going on was a breath of fresh air for me actually i needed it so i came back online and it took a while for me to announce that you know getting ready to share content on the internet and actually you know this is cheesy but i really told myself i was gonna say it because i just really want to appreciate some of you all you know i got a beautiful some beautiful messages when i came back online and it was really like so heartwarming for me and it really taught me like so many lessons and i also had like a moment of reflection with all the messages that i was reading through you know it really showed me to see how beautiful the body of christ is and how we are all brothers and sisters different colors different nationalities in different locations whether we know each other physically or not like it it showed me that the body of christ is so big and it's so loving and it's so beautiful so i really did appreciate everyone who messaged me and for some reason you know i just love the fact that somehow a bunch of the people i know online i know them offline too so it was really really easy you know because most of everyone i know i was seeing them on the other side like physically so they're like okay we can see her here but for the people that i i don't get to see on a physical basis and we only get to meet online sometimes we pray we talk together um reading your messages have been a blessing to me and you know it is something that i pray i practice in my life 
too because it really did just plant a seed in me like when you don't see someone online <laughs> even if you know them or you don't know them just reach out and say hi you know just like that it, it's so easy and one of the messages i read that was so funny but yet it was a reflective message was um i know she's listening to this so she's gonna come for me after this but she was like hey courage you know i haven't seen you on i'm trying to mimic her voice right now uh i know you're pretty like you're always active on here but then i haven't seen you online i'm just reaching out to say hi i do know that your life is very good outside of here <laughs> like i'm trying to like paraphrase but then her message actually just like made me to sit down and just reflect she was like i know your life is beautiful outside of here but i haven't seen you so i'm just saying hi but it it's something that it got me to sit back and just like look at my life and i was just like lord thank you you know throughout all the years though i enjoy being online you know sometimes if when people ask me like how do you do it how are you constantly online how are you creating all the content that you're doing i always tell them i just know i have a mission why i'm online and i know i have a purpose so those are the two things i know i have a mission i have a purpose i'm either creating content for jesus or i'm doing something whatever it is i just know that my purpose on the web is to you know do what i came to do talk about jesus so that is my soul my sole purpose so you know being on the web for a very long time i just just appreciated the fact that i built better better relationships and better connection outside of the internet and not solely on what is happening on there because i just feel like our generation now at days people are banking and placing their investment so much you know spending a lot of hours and time trying to make the the feed and the profile look so aesthetically pleasing and all these things we're putting our attention and our focus to you can turn the attention and focus into your real life like if you drop your phone right now how is your life how would it look like are you when you're not mindlessly scrolling and wasting time on the internet when you could be investing it on something that will help you out you know it's so so important that you take out time to look at those things so when i read that message i was like it made me to remember this quote that says make sure your life is as beautiful offline as it is online and that is it goes for everyone just make sure you're enjoying your life offline as you do online for me like sometimes i used to say if i really wasn't doing content i wouldn't be on the internet because i feel like it wastes a lot of time but then it's my job now like that's my job my actual job that i do in the office so <laughs> i'm creating content at work and then i'm also like doing it for my podcast and all these things so it is something that i enjoy doing i enjoy connecting with with people on you know a foundation that is jesus christ and just getting to experience life with people getting to know jesus too so for me i find joy in doing that and for someone who maybe you're not on the internet because you're creating content just just catch yourself if you're going into a spiral of mindless scrolling and you're not doing anything important you should you know start diverting your attention to some things that will help you to grow and upgrade and just like become a very good version of you also outside of the internet amen <laughs> so that was a very very long catch up but yeah so that's what i've been doing just like getting clarity on this next few uh, months that are ahead of us in the next quarter of the year you know getting to check myself on how far we are in 
on those things we said we we're gonna do and also just giving myself you know time to just like rest and a lot of resting has been going on lately and i've just been loving it you know even if you're not as productive as you want to be like enjoy it like just rest if your body says rest like it's so beautiful guys it's so beautiful so um actually i did this thing at the beginning of the year where i was like hmm i want to read my bible again (laughs) funny right (laughs) so over the last couple of years i think this is the third time i am doing this whole reading my bible thing again and i was just like oh i think in the last uh, few years, I feel like God has been, you know, changing me a lot, changing my mind, my perspective on how I viewed the gospel and, you know, some things that I was unlearning in all of this time. So I was like, okay, I'm going to read my Bible again with this whole new perspective and this new mindset and just see some of the things I've missed and maybe some of the things that are for this season of my life. And trust me, guys, it has been a beautiful season. So I read up until the book of Proverbs, which is what we're going to be talking about today, because I totally fell in love again with the book of Proverbs. And I think it's one of those books that doesn't get enough credit. You know, guys, we should give it enough credit because it's not called the book of wisdom for nothing. It carries a lot of power, a lot of wisdom for our today, for our tomorrow and for our future. And if there's one thing that I got to see throughout the book of Proverbs is that it will take care of your mind, body and soul. And this is something we're missing in this, you know, Gen Z time. Everyone is doing the whole skincare thing. <laughs> Everyone has a self-care thing down. Like I love self-care, to be honest. Like I like I like my me time <laughs> and everything that I do to, you know, be happy with me. <laughs> so, um, you know, we're all caught up in this self-care, skincare thingy and all of these things that come with it. But I feel like so many times we're forgetting the most important care, which is our soul. So I'll call it soul care. So we are forgetting to take care of our soul many times and we get caught up in this whole spiral where we are not really, um, we're doing the surface things. But what I saw throughout the book of Proverbs is that it will teach you self-control, purity, discipline. It even teaches us how to honor our parents, how to take care of them, how to take care of yourself too. How to manage your finances, how to build a future. It will teach you how to handle relationships, your heart, um, your intentions. It talks about gossip. It talks about malice. It even talks about harming other people like Proverbs. It roots everything, like it uproots everything, it prunes every branch that was loose. That is what the book of Proverbs will do. So today I'm going to share with you guys a few of the scriptures that I love from it. Like, But I really want to encourage you who is listening to me right now, buy a journal. Hmm? Buy a journal and then go and study the book of Proverbs. Out of every single chapter of that book, trust me, you're going to learn something. That journal is going to be full by the end of the 31 chapter and if it's not go and start all over again read it again and again and again until it becomes a part of you because it will transform you from the inside out and isn't that what we all want you know taking care of your soul make your soul what god is pleased with not your skin (laughs) so but anyways uh, guys i'm not saying don't take care of your skin no one should come for me after this please Take care of your skin, take care of yourself, and also take care of your soul. But your soul should be the first one. So soul, then self, then skin, right? 
yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna start off with the first um scripture and i'm gonna be reading from the contemporary english version i'm gonna try my best to have all the scriptures in the show notes so you can do your personal bible study if you need to but i'm gonna pick out some of the simplest scriptures actually and some of the ones that i think we we could use nowadays because i've noticed like this there's this trend of a lot of people issues these days <laughs> you know everyone is complaining about someone everyone is saying this one did me wrong and this thing happened to me and all these things are happening so it's like it's like a wind of people doing people wrong so um some of the few scriptures i'm going to talk about will be the ones that will help you with yourself and also with other people and we're going to be talking about relationships in a whole and when i talk about relationships here on this podcast it means relationships with your kids your spouse your mom your dad your your friends your sisters your brothers your colleagues whatever it is acquaintances those are all relationships so the first scripture is from proverbs 24 and i'm gonna read from verse 12 and it says don't say i didn't know it god can read your mind he watches each of us and knows our thoughts and God will pay us back for what we do. Amen. You know, when I read the scriptures, this is one of the scriptures where when the pastor reads it in church, everyone is turning and looking at their neighbor. I mean, like, pastor, louder for the people at the back. <laughs> and everyone is like, oh, I hope you heard that. I hope you heard that. You know, I just, I really just um, want us to be those people who don't listen to the word of God and be thinking that, oh, my friend needs to hear this. They are doing this. My person needs to hear this. He's doing that. She's doing that. Like we're pointing fingers. You're doing what God does, what God is supposed to do because you're not supposed to be the judge of people. But moving past that, whenever you hear a word in church, it is for you. It's not for some other person. It's not for you to use it against some other person. It is for you to take it and work on yourself. So we should work on listening to the word of God and not being like, oh, it's for them. It's not for me. Like that's how we miss so many things. And that's why I feel like so many Christians are partly broken because they hear the word of God and they don't think it's for them. And they don't think they have things they need to work on. But trust me, we all have things we need to work on, Christian or not. You need to keep improving. So, um, this particular scripture, you know, it mentions that God knows our thoughts, he knows our hearts, our intentions, our everything. And, you know, when I read this, it makes me to remember how people, when they do stuff to people, and they'll be like, oh, I didn't mean to hurt them, I didn't mean to, you know, do this and that, and, you know, I was just being truthful, and God knows my heart, you know, those are the statements that come comes out god knows my heart he knows my intention so i don't have anything to fear blah 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 anyways sis bro i'm gonna concentrate more on the sis because this podcast has a lot of sisters on here but to be honest if you saying that i just want to ask you do you know the weight of that particular statement of god knows my heart god knows my thoughts god knows my intentions you know the weight that carries because you know these thoughts you're talking about just because we cannot see just because people cannot see it um sometimes we get to forget that god can actually see and god can actually hear our thoughts he can actually see our our heart the posture of our hearts if it's wicked if it's selfish if you were doing it out of a place of anger of bitterness god can actually see all of those things even though you paint another picture to other people even though 
Sometimes we lie because we want to be okay we, in the face of other people, forgetting the person we are supposed to be pleasing, forgetting the person who is supposed to be okay with us. So, so many a times we say these lines and we forget to know that God sees our deepest, darkest secrets. He sees our heart. He hears our thoughts when no one can hear them. So you should be like very careful when you say some of these things because I just feel like this particular scripture gets you to sit down with yourself and ask yourself question. So at the end of the day, don't say I didn't know. That's what the, the verse says. Don't say I didn't know because God, God knows. He knows you know also. But you, because sometimes I think we're just trying to find validation from people. We're trying to get in people's good books and we end up twisting situations that make us the good and then we forget to know that God is actually watching us. So the Bible says here that God will pay us back for what we do. So let us always remember this. Let us be mindful of this. So the first verse we read today is taking care of our hearts, our intentions, and our heart postures. You should be very careful the place you're talking from. Whenever you're doing something to someone or for someone, even if it's speaking the truth, some people say, oh, I'm not mean. I'm just speaking the truth. Sis, passive-aggressive is mean. It is not cute. You ain't beautiful when you're doing that. You're not. Like, you are not. So, you should be able to know that even speaking the truth has a right time. It has a right place. It has a right, you know, atmosphere. And it also has the right intention attached to it. That's how, you know, it gonna, it's going to come off mean. Because it's not coming from a place of love. But if, if it, even if it's a very hard truth. When it's coming from a place of love, it is easily accepted. So we should be careful. Sometimes when some people are not taking the truth that you say you are giving them, you should actually think about how you said it, when you said it, and the intention how or, or the intention you had when you were saying it. Because the truth is, people's spirits can smell. You know, that's what I say. My spirit can smell when it's a constructive criticism and when it's just flat out criticism that... Is coming from a place of someone else's insecurities or from someone else's selfishness. So our spirits can tell us when we should take um, good positivity or sometimes toxic positivity. I don't know if you guys know all of these things, but yeah, they're all possible. So people can actually know these things and that's why it looks mean. It sounds mean. So you should be able to know that as people can you know, also smell it and see it. God can also see it. The spirit of God can also identify all those traits. So the next scripture I'm going to be giving you guys is my favorite. Actually, <laughs> it's my favorite one. And it's also uh, connected to the heart. And I'm going to be reading from Proverbs 26 in the CV translation again. And I'll be reading from verse 24. It says, the pleasant talk of an enemy hides more evil plans than can be counted. So don't believe a word. Everyone will see through those evil plans. If you dig a pit, you will fall in. If you start a stone rolling, it will roll back on you. Watch out for anyone who tells lies and flatters. They are out to get you. <laughs> Way to go, Proverbs. You know, the last part is so funny, but then so good. It says, watch out for anyone who tells lies and flatters. They are out to get you. You know, when I read this particular scripture, it just made me to go back to this thing of, you know, we can tell when people are, you can tell when positivity is toxic and when the positivity is actually genuine. Because there is an encouragement that is good and also the one that 
it's not that good and i'm just gonna explain this in a very short way there are times that people really need help someone needs for you to just quiet down and actually listen to them because if you actually listen to them you would maybe see that maybe they need like an actual um solution for the thing they are facing or maybe you just need someone to talk to without having to be encouraged without having to need any help like there are some of these things that we should understand sometimes people just want you to listen to them and sometimes if you don't actually listen enough you're all about encouraging you're all about trying to fix the whole situation you just mess it up you really do mess it up so the bible is telling us here that now I just want us to concentrate on this. It's talking about you being cautious with the people around you. Because it says sometimes the pleasant talk of an enemy hides more evil plans than can be counted. So don't believe a word. So here I really try to encourage each and every one of us through our journey in life. Please, with everything that is within you, listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit because he you know, I realized throughout my walking life that there are so many times that he told me, this thing is not for you. These people are not for you. This place is not for you. He tried his best. He would, he will do that. He will make you as uncomfortable as possible. He will make you to never open doors because he knows that it is not for you. And he's just waiting for the year. Whenever year you decide to wake up, you're going to wake up. So, Actually, let us listen to the Holy Spirit because sometimes people are going to wiggle their way into your life to destroy it. And you have to be really careful. So the Bible is telling us here that sometimes the enemy is so sly. The enemy is like, looks like the most beautiful person in the room. The enemy is going to say the nicest words and they're just going to be like, oh, you, you are this, you are that. And then you know, it's getting to you and then you're like, okay, sometimes even if it's not getting to you, you know, you know, things are just happening. But then the Bible says everyone will see through those evil plans. At some particular point in our lives, you have been seeing the things that are not genuine. You see it. So I really want to encourage you to listen to the Holy Spirit when he's giving you that nudge in your stomach that this is not actually pleasant talk. This person is not for you. This talk is actually not the right kind of talk you should be listening to and the bible also says if you dig a pit you fall in it so i'm just gonna tell you this this one flat out straight if you know someone has been you know trying to dig a pit for you i want you to let i want to let you know now that the book of proverbs says don't fight your battles don't take any revenge don't do anything to be honest a battle is not yours even when you see people coming against you, even when you think, oh, I didn't do anything or I don't deserve this, let it be because God is the only one to fight those battles for you. God is the only one to stand in the place because he said, even if they roll stones, the stones will roll right back at them. Haven't you wondered why you are still in one piece, even after everything people have done to you, even after all the voices were raised against you, even after people thought the worst of you, you are still in perfect peace. That is because God has you and that is because your intentions are pure. That is because he has been holding you all together. So I want you to really use the spirit of God to filter out every single type of, um, how should I say it? Every single type of, um, compliment that is given to you in disguise as 
you know, someone who is your enemy instead. Because sometimes some people will compliment their way into your life. To be honest, they will do that. And then it starts becoming a burden to you. So you should be really, really careful. So the next verse I'm going to read for you guys here is from Proverbs 24. And this is now from verse 15. So it says, don't be a cruel person who attacks good people and hurts their families. Even good people fall seven times, they will get back up because um, they're good people. But when trouble strikes the wicked, that's the end of them. I loved this particular scripture because it's actually teaching us about our actions. You know, there are some times that you just see some people who are flat out very happy. They're very contented. They just find joy in the presence of God. They find joy in the things that they are doing. They find joy in their lives, even if it's not all that perfect. And to be honest, each and every one of us walking on the face of the earth, we are going through something. Let no one fool you. Everyone has battles they're fighting. So be kind to people. Number one, be kind to people. Be nice to people. Like, you don't got to put people, your problems on people's heads. Like, just walk. Keep walking, sis. So, the Bible is telling us here that if you attack a good person who didn't do anything to you, you are very cruel. If you attack their families, you hurt their families, you are very cruel. So, you have to understand that God doesn't delight in anyone who breaks up families, who attacks the families, and attacks people with pure hearts. He is not pleased with that. So I want you from today to like think about yourself and think about your your intentions and your actions. Are they coming from a selfish place? Are they coming from a good place? And just um, think about you know some of the things that you might have done that have not really been pleasant and you know they are not pleasant so you should work on the on these things and if there's one thing i really want to say here is that we should respect people's families like respect people's families no matter how much you think you know someone even your husband's mom and their dad respect them to the highest level respect and give that um that which is due to the elderly because that is that person's world. So if you hurt people's families, you hurt good people, God is calling you a very cruel person. So, But he is telling you here that even if good per- people fall seven times seven, they're always going to wake back up. So this is just where the heart of God is. God's heart is for good people. He is for the weary. He is for the broken. He is close to all of those people and he will always bear them up even when they fall down. So the next scripture I want to read to you guys is Proverbs 25 from verse 9. It says, when you and someone else cannot get along, do not gossip about them. Verse 10, others will find out and your reputation will be ruined. Hmm. So this is about gossip. (laughs) Let me read another scripture for you guys. Proverbs 17, I'm going to read verse 9. It says, He who covers and forgives an offense seeks love, but he who repeats all gossips about a matter separates friends. So we can see clearly here that God doesn't like gossip. God doesn't delight in that. And, you know, if I'm talking about the population of my sisters or the female population, you know, I think women... Women talk a lot. (laughs) Women talk a lot. And actually, they are 
they are those kind of beings that are easily just like moved by their emotions and they're going to be talking and talking unless someone has a lot of self-control and unless they've really really trained their spirit and i think you know i've just gotten to see some very good examples of so many people around me like i love the fact that you know i used to always be in these particular places that i would hear that um no how do i say no church is perfect no people are perfect or whatnot 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 um but for some reason i've just gotten to see like a bunch and a group of people who do not gossip who do not judge and you know all these things that we we know we ju- we've just seen for too long so i just really want to encourage everyone out there listening to me right now gossip is not a part of your spirit it's not a part of god therefore sis release it if someone offends you it is the it is the right thing like when you've let it eat you up enough because some people like that like they're gonna let it eat them up enough talk about it with everyone else then they go and meet that person and actually say to them and then when it's all fixed then do you know how much work it is for you to go back to all the people that you have snitched about that person to to start undoing that thing because actually when you talk about someone to another person, it changes the perspective and the way they see that person. Even if you're going to say, no, it doesn't change it, blah, 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 blah. The truth is, it does. Whenever they see that person, the only picture that comes to their mind is what you have said to them about them. So do you know how much work it is when you've actually sorted out the whole issue? You walk and you're going around and you have to fix with every other person you talked to about that person. So why do all of that work just don't start the gossip to begin with don't talk about someone behind their back like if you can't say it to their face like don't say it at all like just sit quiet like just be just deal with whatever you're dealing with and if it's that they offended you like just talk to them just like talk to them it is very easy sometimes some people don't get it sometimes they get it but then you've said it so it's okay so like really the bible doesn't like this it will ruin your reputation do not gossip to about someone to another person even like it makes that person to lose trust in you even if you guys are okay afterwards now the person goes to that place of how forgiveness is you know forgiveness is just you actually doing what god has done and you know the bible even says that they don't even have to sometimes people don't have to apologize even sometimes the bible didn't say forgive them when they apologize the bible says forgive them either way so forgive everyone so that's what that person is doing that person will just be like oh i forgive this person but the person will it will be hard for the person to eat with you again on the same table because you know it it is just how it is and actually forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean that it gives you a choice at the end of the day when you're forgiving and you've let go it's you giving peace to yourself you giving freedom to yourself and also letting that person have the freedom that they need and the peace that they need but it is also your choice to see if you will continue eating on the same plate with that person or you want to continue doing life with that person like for me I have so many people that I have forgiven that I just chose I will not do life with these people again because not not like it's something that you haven't forgiven because when you have forgiven you can remember the thing and it's not painful to you that when you know you have actually forgiven so I just decided not to do life with these people again because it doesn't feel like a safe 
safe place anymore. It doesn't feel like a safe space because that's just how it is. Like, even if the people are changing patterns and everything, like, but it depends on the level or the degree of whatever happened. Everyone's situation is different. Some people get to forgive someone who had abused them. Some people just get to forgive something that was a little bit, you know, not as intense as an abuse. So people's situations are different, but you have to pray to God and ask him what to do in this particular situation, how to forgive, how to continue. Like if God tells you that you should continue doing life with this person, then continue doing life with the person. He has a reason for it. But if God tells you, okay, sis, this journey here ends here, for me, like, I had that loud, bold thing I heard, like, it ends here. It's okay now, you know. So, sometimes, the Holy Spirit will tell you that you can continue doing life with these people and you can also continue not doing life with these people. But what I'm just trying to say here is that gossip will break a lot of things. And especially when it comes from, like, people you trust, even fellow Christians, you know. It's different when other people do it. But when your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ... Gossip, that's a hard one. You should, like, it's hard. It's hard. It takes time to process it. And it's just a whole journey, which you should take your time with it. If maybe that's your situation. So I think the last scripture I have for you guys, this is a bonus one. It is from Proverbs 25. And it says, do not visit friends too often or they will get tired of it and start hating you. Verse 18. Telling lies about friends is like attacking them with clubs and swords and sharp arrows. Verse 19. A friend you can trust in times of trouble is like having a toothache. Or is if a friend you cannot trust, sorry guys, in times of trouble is like having a toothache or a sore foot. Singing to someone in deep sorrow is like pouring vinegar in an open cot. So, um this one is a bonus scripture but i'm going to pick out some few things here telling lies god doesn't like that if you're telling lies it's like you are attacking someone with sharp arrows and it's like you're practically killing the person too guys do not tell lies the book of proverbs is telling us don't tell lies and the book of proverbs is telling us to be trustworthy people that's how i want to i want to just interpret this particular verse it tells us to be trustworthy people because if you're someone that cannot be trusted you are you are like a sore foot to someone else. So be people that can be trusted. Um, I think so many times we we do have some certain actions and some traits that we give off that actually don't make us trustworthy. So be someone who is, you know, full of trust. And um, the next one is singing to someone in a deep sorrow is like pouring vinegar in an open cot. And in a way, I feel like this particular scripture is saying that um, when someone is struggling a lot, um, it is not wise for you to point fingers. It is not wise for you to try to rush them in whatever is going on. You are only making the cut more deeper and you are only making it more worse. So let people process phases and stages of their lives. If they're in deep sorrow, let them do that. Like I said, with the ladies who were going through grief, one handled it differently and the other one handled it differently. So um, not everyone is the same. And the first verse, which was very, very self-explanatory for all of us, is don't visit friends too often or they will get tired of it and start hating you. 
as much as we love friendships as love as as much as we love community and all these things um there is too much of a thing and unless god has called you to walk alongside with someone for a very long time um visits can become offensive so um i just feel like this particular verse is driving us to an area of um spend more time like cultivating yourself getting to know who you are in christ someone who is confident in themselves someone who has taken out time to like um cultivate their spirit cultivate their being their mentality in the whole and all of these things so that even if you visit people too often it doesn't become tiring you know i I just i just feel like that you know because there's some people that you want to talk to all the time you want to see all the time and um i know that the bible is talking about friendships here but then you know in marriages or whatever it is you want to talk to that person when you're just getting to know them or whatever it is you guys want to talk you want to get to know them and all these things in friendships i i do know that um there are some friendships that are so healthy so even if you see them all the time, it's very, very healthy for you. And there are some that are very toxic, very tiring. That When you see them all the time, this is when you, that person starts either getting tired and then they start hating you. But there is something that I have learned recently through a lot of study and psychology. There are some people who are anxiously attached to other people. They want to know what that person is doing, where that person is, what the person is going who they are talking to what is going on in their life they are stuck to them like a glue and um psychology says when you are like that you are repulsive to people it's not your doing you can be the nicest person in the world but then because of those actions of you um pushing them to a war you they become tired because uh, human beings in general we all need our space we all need personal space that's why even when people get married they still need their space time to pray alone with god even when they're doing it together as a family unit their time together in relationship with god to personally hear from him is not taken away so those things are very very important as much as you guys together come in one your relationships with god in times of prayer um is still very important um I used to listen to Pastor Joyce Meyer and she would say, I wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning. I have my two hours with God before Dave wakes up. So Dave is her husband. Love the both of them. When she talks about them, I love them. So she's like, then Dave get, wakes up two hours later. Then he has his own time with God. Then later, we can we can pray together. We can talk together and we can like process the seasons that we are in as a couple together. She never like... And she's not the only one. There's so many like that. So read and research about these things. And if you're that kind of person who is like anxiously attached to people, you need to like psychology says, um, spend time with yourself, start getting to know about you, journal and find worth in you. So you don't have to attach your worth to another person. So those things are important. It's very important for you not to, uh, glue yourself to someone sometimes you don't have to do anything like the people will just get tired because in a way they're confused they're they're, they're just like I, I don't even know how to explain it but you guys can read about it there's something called anxious attachment and also people who 
are not really attached to people. Those people are just like very independent. So you can read about those two traits in human beings and then see what you can work on in all of those things. So yeah, guys, um, I really try to keep it short and just to like um, not make this episode too long because it is the first one after a while. I just wanted to catch up with you guys and also to share some little things that you know I have been learning in the book of Proverbs and I just pray that it blessed you in one way or the other. I might have rambled sometimes and there might have been a little bit of noise here and there as usual but then um, I'm super grateful that you know we're moving into this next new quarter of the podcasting season and I'm super excited because um, I'm looking forward to having some amazing guests in this next new quarter and let's see how it all goes but um i really encourage you guys please go read the book of proverbs it will save your life because i just took out like 0.001 percent of everything you will learn so much especially about purity i feel like we should all read that and it doesn't only talk about you know the proverbs 31 woman before proverbs 31 there's a lot of stuff there for the men also so it is, a, it is a good book. So we all should read it. We all should prepare ourselves for ourselves, for the gospel, for whatever future that God has planned and purposed for us. It's going to be a great one, guys. So I'm looking forward to seeing you all in the next episode. And do catch up with me on Instagram at Podcast.